Welcome to The New Yorker's August 28, 2006 issue. We have five articles for you, beginning with a comment on the ramifications of President Bush's summer reading list. Then Susan Sheehan follows the Netflix system from pickup to processing to delivery. Next, best-selling author Malcolm Gladwell examines the pension crisis facing American business and finds it may just be the price of progress. Following that, Sylvia Nasser, the author of A Beautiful Mind, and David Gruber profile two rival mathematicians, one Russian, one Chinese, and the legendary conjecture each claims to have solved. Finally, in the current cinema, Anthony Lane reviews Matt Dillon's latest film, Factotum, plus a documentary that takes the movie rating system to task. But first, it's this week's comment, Read It and Weep by Adam Gopnik. Summer reading lists are meant both for self-improvement and to impress an audience. That boy reading Proust on the beach has an eye for the girl nearby turning the pages of Virginia Woolf as much as he does for his own vow to get to the end of the damn thing at last. Presidential summer reading lists are no different, meant as much to titillate a particular public as to inventory a private disposition. When the president announces that he is reading, say, a new three-volume history of the Louisiana Purchase, he may actually be reading it, but he is also signaling to the commentariat watching from the next dune that it's time for them to go into their surprisingly thoughtful statesman bit. Nonetheless, it is hard not to brood in old-fashioned Kremlinological style on the meanings of George W. Bush's syllabus for this particular summer. Where in summers past he has read fiction by Tom Wolfe or A Comprehensive History of Salt, both very good things in the right seasonal doses, this summer, perhaps under the pressure of events, he has embarked on a more strenuous list. An amazingly strenuous list, actually. It includes Albert Camus' novel The Stranger, Kai Bird and Martin Sherwin's book about Robert Oppenheimer and the invention of the atomic bomb, and Richard Carwardine's new biography of Abraham Lincoln. Already, it seems, the president has polished off the Camus and had a debate with his new press secretary, Tony Snow, on the origins of existentialism. Now, it's possible to feel misgivings about the president's ranch reading. Hasn't there been, over the years, more useful material for him to scrutinize? Memos, for instance, about Osama bin Laden's intention to strike in the United States, or State Department studies on the difference between Sunnis and Shiites?